Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up everyone? Welcome to episode 218 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host Mike Morrison. Thank you so much for joining me this week. We are continuing our trip into the archives of the Membership Guys podcast. You know, we've been running for over four years now, four years of weekly episodes all about membership sites. Each and every week, proven practical tips and advice on growing a successful membership. So 200 and odd episodes, that is a lot of content. And while it's great, while, you know, I love the fact that I've been able to dispense so much wisdom about memberships, it also means that there's a high chance that a lot of what we put out, you have missed. Now, we don't expect people to listen back through each and every single episode from the last four years. That would be nuts. So, to help you make sure you're getting the absolute best from what this podcast has to offer, every now and then we take a little trip into the vault and we pick out three episodes to bump back to the top of the pile. Now, sometimes these are things that are just really timely. Sometimes it's stuff where we've got something new to add. Other times it's just that the topic is so important or we think it's going to be real useful or maybe we haven't covered it in a while and we want to make sure you are getting the stuff you need to know in order to get ahead with your membership. So last week's trip into the vault, we were looking at the differences between B2B and B2C memberships. If that's something that you're struggling with in trying to figure out how to adapt various strategies that you know have worked for B2B memberships and you're trying to figure out how to make them work for B2C or anything around that, then definitely go back and listen to last week's episode. On this week's trip into the archives, we're talking all about pricing how to decide what to charge for your membership. This is such a crucial topic because membership pricing is one of those things and not even just membership pricing pricing in general is one of those things that you assume is straightforward you assume there's going to be some sort of formula or some kind of chart that you just look at and find the absolute correct perfect price point for your particular product but it's definitely easier said than done pricing up something like a membership. People are often too worried about whether they're too expensive, whether they're going to seem too cheap, whether they're undercharging, overcharging, whatever. Truth is, there is no one perfect answer. There's no fixed formula. There's no exact science. You're always going to be too expensive for some people. You're always going to be too cheap for others. And until you've actually got your product out there and you've launched your membership and actually have people signing up, quite often you don't have any real way of gauging which price point will actually work best for your audience. So all the way back in episode 110, which doesn't sound that long ago, but now I think about it, it was like two years ago. Wow, I'm getting old. Ah, Back in episode 110, we talked all about how to decide what to charge for your membership. I covered four key areas that will factor into that decision, as well as gave my advice for hitting that sweet spot with your membership pricing strategy. So, back we go into the vault talking all about membership pricing. Hope you enjoy it. 
Let's get to it. How much should you charge for your membership website? It's an important question and it should be an easy question, but there's so many factors that come into it. The truth is there is no right or wrong answer. There's no one size fits all. But when it comes to deciding what you should charge, there are four key areas that you need to look at. First of all, you need to think about your business. Above all else, your membership needs to be profitable. You have to be covering costs and making enough money to make this all worth your while. Now, this is where knowing your cost of member acquisition comes into play. If you're running ads, if you're paying affiliate commission and so on, then you need to work out how much every member you get costs you to attract Now, this includes one-off costs like ad spend, as well as ongoing ones like paying out things like affiliate commission and so on. What other expenses are involved in running your business? Are you paying guest experts to come in and deliver material? Do you send out a welcome gift? What are your ongoing overheads? Figure all of this out and from there calculate how much you need to be making roughly per member as a bare minimum and then decide what sort of profit margin you want to charge on top of it. Now, the truth is most membership sites are actually high margin or at least they should be. So you shouldn't find that making profit on your membership is a problem, but definitely rule number one, above all else, your membership site needs to be profitable. If you're not making money, you're not going to last long. And a business that doesn't make money isn't a business, it's a hobby. So first thing, you need to think about your business finances. What are your costs that you need to cover? How much do you need to charge in order to be profitable? Second thing you need to take into consideration when coming up with your membership pricing is your actual product. So what your membership consists of, what you're offering. When it comes to finding the right price in terms of its effect on buying decisions and so on, you need to understand that a choice to join your membership isn't about cost. It's not about the actual price and whether it's too cheap or too expensive. It's about value. And so whatever price you set, you need to ensure that you're actually communicating the value that your membership offers and that your membership is an absolute no-brainer from a financial point of view. Your members should be getting so much value from your site that they don't ever question whether it's worth paying the $50 a month or whatever you charge. So think about what you're actually providing in your membership in terms of access to you, in terms of hands-on facilitation. You know, are you actually getting involved in doing the stuff for your members or is it all self-study? Are they left to themselves? How high level or exclusive is your membership? Is it open to everyone and you're just looking to get as many people in as possible? Do you have a limited number of people you have on board? And do those guys get some sort of additional interaction with you or access to you? You know, that sort of stuff, exclusivity, facilitation, access, that commands a premium and so you would be expected to charge a little bit more for that if you were giving one-on-one access to you through your membership and if you were spending you know an hour or two every week actually doing the work for your members or providing private consultancy and then you were charging $20 a month for it people are going to think that something's up something's fishy because that's almost too much value for what you're offering so this is all stuff that you need to think about and this applies whether you're having just one tier or multiple tiers. You've got to keep in mind that pricing is mostly subjective. It's arbitrary. Often it's not logical, it's psychological. To some people, $50 a month will always appear too expensive, no matter what's on offer. For others, 
it'll always be way too cheap. They'll wonder what's up. They'll wonder why you're giving away so much so cheaply, whether you'll be able to sustain it long term and all that sort of stuff. So think about your product, what's actually on offer, and whether your pricing makes sense in the context of the value that you're offering. And remember, so much of this comes back to how effectively you communicate the value that your product offers. So that's factor number two, your product, what is actually on offer. Factor three is your competitors. What else is out there on the market competing for your members' time, for their attention, of course, for their money? So obviously, this includes things like other memberships, but also things like books, things like college courses, things like private coaching and tuition. So if you are in a market where there are like-for-like competitors, other membership sites out there, how much are they charging? And is there a difference in the value proposition for what they're offering versus what you're offering? So are they providing more or less facilitation than you? More or less one-on-one access? More or less content and features? If someone was sitting down and comparing your membership offering with their membership offering, Would they expect yours to cost more or would they expect it to cost less? Now, of course, you can't base your pricing strategy solely on what other people are doing. But obviously, if someone else is out there offering exactly the same as what you're offering or offering more value, but charging a lot less than what you would intend to, that's something you need to factor into your decision making too. So what other memberships are out there? What are they offering and what are they charging for it? And how does that actually compare? And looking outside of just other memberships, what alternative solutions are out there? What else is there that solves or addresses the same problems that your membership does? And what sort of costs are involved in those two? So if the only other way that somebody could get the same outcome as your membership delivers is by taking an extremely expensive course, and maybe there's literally only one or two of those real expensive courses on the market, and there's no other way of getting that same result or that same outcome, then there's probably more room for you with your membership to charge a higher premium than there would be if your membership was about something where there's loads of different books out there, there's loads of courses and low-cost resources and free content and all that sort of stuff. Being the only game or being one of the only games in town certainly gives you more room to charge a premium, especially if the alternatives are a lot more expensive than what you plan to charge. Now, it is important that you don't get too wrapped up in what everyone else is doing. Do not compete on price. Competing on price very quickly becomes a race to the bottom. No matter how cheap you are, there is always someone who will undercut you. Remember, your membership needs to be profitable. Don't price yourself out of business. And if you find yourself up against a competitor who has a like-for-like offering but is charging less than you, then you should be looking at ways to either better communicate your value proposition or to add value or to raise the actual value of your membership so that the price difference then makes sense if anyone was sitting down and comparing the two side by side. But absolutely do not ever in any field, memberships, services, whatever, never fall into the trap of competing on price. It's a very, very quick route to the bottom. So that's the third factor to take into consideration when deciding your membership pricing. The fourth and final is your market. So 
what is the profile of your audience? What's their general financial situation? How is their level of disposable income? Will they be paying for your membership out of their own pocket? Or is it a business expense? What other subscriptions might they be paying for? And how do you compare in terms of cost, in terms of importance, in terms of the impact that you're having on their life or on their business? Now, you'll find, for example, if you're running a B2C, so a business to consumer membership, and you have members who are a little tighter on funds, who are a little bit lower on the disposable income side of things, then if things get a bit tight, when they sit down to look at their budget and if they're assessing what they're spending, then your site is going to be compared alongside cable bill groceries, utilities, and so on. And when it comes to the crunch, your membership is probably one of the more disposable things that that person's going to be paying for, even more so if your pricing is quite high. If your pricing is quite low, it may survive the cut. They may look to reduce their cable bill or what have you before they cancel your membership. But if what they're paying for your site is one of their highest outgoings per month, chances are they're going to consider it the first thing on the chopping block when it comes to tightening their purse a little bit. So this is where having the understanding of your market, of your general member avatars and so on can be beneficial in making decisions about how much to price your site for. Something else to consider is whether or not there's a financial barrier to entry when it comes to your membership topic. So for example, if you're teaching people to play piano, or maybe you have a membership that's based around teaching photography, then there's a financial barrier to entry for those topics. Because in order to be actively interested and actively pursuing photography, even as a hobby, you will at some point have had to spend hundreds or even thousands of dollars in order to get the equipment. Same goes for playing guitar, playing piano, playing any sort of instrument. So generally, these are relatively expensive hobbies to be engaged in anyway, and perhaps suggest higher levels of disposable income. And again, this maybe gives you a little bit more scope to charge higher for this sort of membership than you would for something like a weight loss membership, or for something that centers around a hobby that can be done freely, like walking or running or something like that. So think about, again, in terms of your market and in terms of your top whether there is that financial barrier to entry when it comes to what's actually being covered there. So your understanding of these four key areas, your business, your product, your competitors, and your market, these should help you to land on a suitable price or certainly in the right sort of ballpark. Now, I'm sure there might be some of you out there saying, hey, Mike, this sounds like you're telling us that we have to engage our brains and figure this stuff out for ourselves. I just want you to tell me a blooming price, man. And you know, I get that. And while there really isn't a one-size-fits-all answer, and it is entirely dependent on your understanding and research around the four key areas I discussed, as a general rule of thumb, memberships in the B2B sector, typically, they're going to be charging around $30 to $70 per month. In B2C markets, that's often lower. Usually, you're looking at $15 to $35 per month. Now, of course, there are definitely exceptions. That's where understanding your business, your product, your competitors, and your market come into play. I would also say that if you're just launching your membership site, typically, you will start lower, and then you'll increase that price over time. So you'll start with an initial low launch price, and then you'll pop that price up by 5 or $10 a month at the end of your launch window. 
then probably around about the six to 12 months mark, you might start to look at raising your price again by a five or a $10 amount and so on. So you don't have to land on the absolute perfect price from day one. Just have in mind the sort of range that you're going to be looking at. Start a little bit lower, but with the intention of increasing it over time. And as your membership grows and as traffic grows and you get more leads in, then of course you can split test different price points and you can really experiment in order to find the sweet spot in terms of what's the best fit for your business, your market, your product, and your competitor profile. All right, I hope you enjoyed that trip back into the vault of the Membership Guys podcast. Such an important topic, something that comes up at least once a week inside our Facebook group. It's always coming up inside our Membership, Membership Academy. And uh, yeah, definitely a great one to resurface this episode to make sure that you're getting the pointers you need when it comes to your membership pricing. That is it from me for this week. Next week is our third and final episode from our trip into the archives. We're going to be talking all about MVPs, minimal viable products, and how you can use them to actually research and validate whether or not your idea for your membership is worth pursuing. So if you're early in the stage with your membership plans, or if you're considering an additional membership or expanding your business empire, then that's an episode you're going to want to check out. So make sure you join me back next week. Until then, thanks for listening to the show. I'm out of here. If you enjoyed this week's episode of the Membership Guys podcast, we invite you to check out membershipacademy.com. The Membership Academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting, growing, and running a membership website. Whether you're still trying to figure out what your idea is going to be, or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Membership Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks, and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement, and advice, the Membership Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage, and grow a successful membership website. Check it out at membershipacademy.com.